been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. Welcome back. Like this is Project Mayday with Bree. Andrew. And this is part two of Renee Mogamalani, who has just come back like from the retreat. And uh, let's go right into it, man. Uh, you, I mean, back at your first video, I mean, it was dark. You were in a hotel. Uh, dark circles under your eyes. Like, it was, it was a whole situation. And now we got a fresh cut. We got a... <laughs> We're looking good nowadays. It's so, uh, sure, absolutely. Yeah, and so let's just uh, dive right into it, man. Like, how how are you feeling of uh, coming out of uh, going to that retreat back in uh, Colorado? Right, it was in Colorado. Yep, yeah, just yeah. south of Denver. Yeah. So uh, yeah, tell us tell us all about it. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, going back, you know, definitely in a dark spot, dark, darkest spot I've ever been in my life. You know, hands down, looking back at all the different different things that happened. Um, but it was good. It was, it was life changing. Uh, you know, I, I think you know, definitely my, my union for sending me out there for giving me that opportunity. So definitely owe my life to my, my employment for sure. I think, um, without that, who knows where I would have been now or I was still even been around on this planet, but, um, it was amazing. You know, I learned a lot of skills. Uh, there's a lot of things that I had to get, uh, off my chest from, uh, you know, ch- childhood trauma, which I think is huge. And then ever since, you know, present day, from uh, you know, uh, you know, <clears throat> my you know love life or whatever that also added to that. It was kind of that tipping point um, why I ended up going over there. So um, calls, et cetera, et cetera. But we worked a lot, you know, one on one. It was a great, it was a great uh, you know treatment. Kind of put my phone away for a week and um, went to class every day. Essentially, what it was just one on one with a therapist, um, a doctor um, who just specializes in like the EMDR, the uh, the eye rapid eye movement. Um, and, you know, just, just focus from, from day one, essentially, from my childhood life to current, you know, what am I doing in my adult life? So definitely an intrusive experience, <laughs> that was though, but I'm glad I did it. So what would you say is different about you now than it was before? Uh, you know, a, a lot of things. Um, I believe, uh, you know, spiritually, um, I got a little bit closer to, to my God, who I believe. But just that spiritual aspect of, you know, there's, there's no such thing as really mistakes in life. There's just opportunities to get better and get well. And if you learn from them, um, and hopefully you don't make those mistakes over again. And if you do, you bounce back and be more resilient from them. Uh, also, just focusing more on that self-love and self-healing. Um, it's always been a difficult part with me with, with relationships, trying to, um, you know, one doesn't work out, bounce out into another one, where you really got to fix yourself first and focus on that energy. So you can give that other person a hundred percent. So um, a lot about that and just realizing uh, the biggest word I learned was, you know, worthiness. Cause that was an issue that I had ever as a child. I never felt worthy uh, coming from an abusive, uh, you know, father. And I figured out a father figure through my young adulthood to, to now where I'm at, you know, uh, being you know 30. So trying to figure that out um, was, was a big thing, but worthiness. Yeah. And, and, and you know? Yeah, no, I can definitely resonate with that worthiness for sure. I mean, for myself as well. Um, that was a big thing when, you know, I went through therapy was talking about why I felt not worthy. So, no, definitely hear you on that. Um, you know, there's also been a career change for you, not really career, but position change for you as well since the last time we, we spoke. Uh, you know, you were a fireman, um, a firefighter one, and now you've uh, you've 
became a full-time uh, engineer. So talk about that kind of transition. How do you, how do you, how do you feel? Uh, what's some of the stressors? Is there more stress? So where are you at? Yeah. Yeah. You know, God was definitely good with that. I, I, I thank him for everything, even getting to the, the state Academy. Um, uh, but yeah, it, you know, it was awesome. I, I think it was time that I, I was definitely hesitant now being a supervisory position, having lives underneath me, not just riding backwards, you know, putting the fire out, you know, doing the, the patient care. It's a little bit different now, obviously being in charge of this apparatus and half a million dollars of, of stuff and, and life, you know, no price tag on that by any means. Um, but uh, it was time for me that I was like, you know, by, I didn't master the, the art of being a fireman by any means at all. However, I just felt that I wanted a different challenge. So I did it for a quite a number of years and, um, took the test, all that, that process and was fortunate enough to, to, to get that. Um, so yeah, it, it's a different stress, different stress for sure. I, I'm thinking a little bit, a little bit bigger than just, you know, uh, right to fight, left to live, put water on the fire and that's it. <laughs> now you gotta know, now you gotta go knobs and pressures and you gotta know elevation and yeah. And especially, you know, with Cal fire, you know, where it's not, you know, it's not engineers and search apartment where you're just pumping and driving, smoking a cigar on the way to that working fire. It's, uh, you know, I'm in charge of being a company officer. So essentially I'm not a junior grade captain for lack of better terms. So it's like paperwork, HR issues, yeah. time sheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, let's rewind a little bit and go back to, back to Denver here. Um, what were some, I guess, tools that you took away from there? So if, you know, someone listening, uh, is hesitant of going, but, but wants to try it. And you know, listening to you talking about some tips, uh, what can you what can you tell that person? Uh, biggest tool is is having people to talk to. A lot of people don't have people to talk to in this world, and that's the biggest thing for me. It's like I'm a talker. I hate when people text me. I'd rather just call on the phone already and be like, "Hey, talk about a cool, awesome goodbye." And fortunately, there are people who I can talk to, and I think that's the biggest thing is having somebody with a receptive ear who's not just like, yeah, um, awesome, or yes or no, but actually like engaging with you and actually asking questions, I think that's huge. So being in the fire service and, and the, the military side of it, just, just sitting down. And um, I think that communication is huge, but also setting boundaries as well, even just with, you know, relationships. But what are your boundaries? How far do you want to go? It's totally okay. If this job is not for you, I'd rather have you quit now and focus on something else. That, that you'd be good at because it's definitely not for everyone, but understanding that it's not your fault. As coarse as it sounds, they always preach that to you in fire academies and EMT school, medic school. Hey, it's not your emergency. And I always thought that I was like, that's kind of bullshit. You know, like I, you know, we're here for a reason. I want to do that. But at the end of the day, it's like you were trying your best to be there for their problem. And if it didn't work out how you wanted to, like, I mean, did you do something wrong? No. Did you try your hardest? Yeah. Then that's all you can do. And you, and you got to go to sleep knowing that's okay. Mm-hmm. So that's, it didn't. I always, I always second guessed everything. Still do at times, but it's the resiliency part of it. I just got to bounce out of it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you do now? What tools do you use now to decompress? Um, so I learned, uh, so also in that, in that, that Cal Fire State Academy, We've kind of been implementing a lot of different, no, we, I mean, the, the academy staff in the state of California has been implementing uh, yoga and meditation, uh, box breathing. And I think that's huge. So that's what I've been doing a lot. Um, just realizing like a lot of, a lot of good stretching, um, 
simple stuff like a little lacrosse ball. You could take off your socks at night and put that lacrosse ball on the ground and just rub your soles of your feet on there and just actually learning about the your body more and more and understanding that it is going to be a stressful job. It, it's not going to get any easier. The higher you go, um, different stress factors are going to be there. That'll, that'll never go away. However, you got to protect yourself and protect your body from that. So yoga and meditation. The biggest thing too is like putting my phone away. I'm notorious at that. Like, hey, let's go on Instagram. Let's go on Facebook. Let's go on YouTube. Let's see what's going on. Right before you go to bed. And mm. if, you know those fake, uh, you know, ultraviolet lights coming at you, the fluorescent colors and um, just putting on white noise or like listening to ocean waves, things like that. That's, that's something I've been doing. And, and it sounds weird, you know, and when people, when people told me all these different things about, hey, you know, this is just the foo-foo stuff and this is weird. I think that generation of firemen have definitely been retiring and those who haven't have been becoming, you know, forced in a way to actually embrace this. And you even see it at the academy. Some of the old school academy staff are like, yeah, go do your, you know, fun little yoga stuff and you come down to the fire ground and learn how to be a fireman. So, well, I get that, but I don't want to be like you on my ninth wife as an alcoholic. You know, like it's just not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And those are those are factors that we got to look at. And, and I realized, hey, you know, it's getting worse and worse, right? Everyone knows that we got the worst fire seasons ever. Nothing's getting better. More and more people are dying. More and more homes are burning down. So, um, yeah, box breathing, yoga, meditation, and they're they're easy. I mean, there's apps for everything, right? I mean, there's apps for that. That's why I started looking at these different apps. And now, actually, learning in the academy, we actually do it. And it was awesome, you know, for PT one day, um, it was just, hey, we're going to lay in the mat room with our eyes closed. And uh, someone read some meditation, mm-hmm. you know, story, followed through, and it totally zend us out right before a big final exam. And it was good. It was yeah, good. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I went through that academy that you went through, um, what, two years before you did, and we didn't have that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, that's awesome that it's, uh, it's changing. Uh, that they're you know they're adapting with being a big department that they are that's awesome um i mean you just physically i mean just look look at you now man yeah. uh you're looking thinner you're looking more fit than, than the last video uh, yeah. are you are you doing are you keeping up on that too or was that just something from the academy uh, so it was probably a little bit from for sure yeah uh, just like anything you know but um no i mean i, I think right before the academy too that's something I've always trying to be better. I always struggle too, right? You know, staying in fit, it's always been hard, you know, whether it's genetics or my eating habits, like anything. But uh, uh, no, yeah, man, you know, the gym, the normal stuff, running, lifting weights, all that. Yeah. Just uh, formulating the workouts that's good for my body, not just busting out arm days every single day. But, you know, everyone's different as well. And that's something I got to realize that I might not be able to hike, you know, 20 miles like everybody else. So that the 18 year old seasonal firefighter one that we just hired but realizing that what, you know, everyone's different as well. And I think that's something I struggled with was always trying to keep up with that guy, keep up with that guy. When in fact, like, it's okay if you have, you know, that eight minute mile and you have a nine minute mile, or whatever, you know, that job because everyone's different. Yeah. But yeah, that's key to it too. You know, huge, huge stress factor, you know, they off the booze, big one, mm. you know, be hundred percent sober, do what you need to do. Or if you need to, that's your choice. But, you know, I was abusing that a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. And, you know, from the last time we spoke, um, you know, that was a big thing was the alcohol. Uh, and then also you were in a, you know, not a great relationship either um, as far as, you know, your partner in life. So wh- how are we doing with that? Uh, relationship wise? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, 
uh, you know, still single Pringle over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And, uh, there's been some ups and downs just recently at the time of this video. Um, you know, I think, I think my heart's definitely with, with someone. We just got to figure out if, if, if her, if, if she's in that same boat, but, um, realizing my relationship with God is a, a lot more stronger now and realizing that, um, it's kind of looking at my generation, you know, I think it's harder and harder. I always tell people I, was, I, I should have been born in the fifties. You know, like that, you know, those old schools and just, uh, the mentality of, you know, wife, kids and things like that. So we'll see what happens. I think he's going to put a woman in my, in my area, you know, and that energy is huge for me, finding somebody with that same energy. And when that happens, that happens. So I'm not going to rush anymore. I think it's been an issue. So I was trying to push it, push it. And I was like, when it happens, it happens. So. That's awesome. Brene, I love your change in perspective. I mean, we just hit on a lot of hard subjects when before, you know, it was very uncomfortable. And right now you're very optimistic. You know, <clears throat> you're very transparent. Even your body language is completely different from this transition of making yourself a really, you know, your number one priority, um, which I think is the point. Right. That's what we're talking about is even though it can be nerve wracking, you know, the, all the stigmas that happen, are you a real fireman? You're doing meditation. But at the end of the day, I mean, look at the results. The results are you are worthy. And even though you struggled with that in the past, it's so transparent right now that you are completely in a different place. Uh, very healthy, happy, optimistic. And that leads to a really long career, especially after even your promotion, which is what uh, it's about right? Is finding your best life and your calling. Um, what would you say to someone who is hesitant to going into something like this, a retreat that can be very, um, intimidating? Um, go for it. Just uh, go. You know what? I take that back. I take that back. I said, go when you're ready. And I think that it's hard because a lot of people I don't want to be, for, you know, I went on this on my own, you know, highly suggested for sure, talking to our, uh, you know, employee support services battalion chief who, who just focuses on, on firefighters like this throughout the state who are going through, you know, emotional trauma. But um, I, I believe that go when you're ready. You know, you can't force anybody to go into any addiction therapy or any retreats, but the resources are out there. And um, I, I think it's more than just going to the urinal and looking above on the little uh, board of it and be like, what is this? And guys are writing, you know, smiley faces and whatever on it. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, ESS, you know, what the hell is that? But actually, we talk about it. And I, and I think that as a new supervisor, you know, that's that's one of my goals is, hey, you know, the 10 new 18-year-old firefighter wants, hey, let's do a host lane, you know, throw SCBAs, whatever they is, wherever they are. Um, you know what? No, today we're going to pour a cup of coffee. We're going to sit on the table and we're going to talk about mental health. And I think that's absolutely important that we need to stop having, it's okay for us to go to the VA and the military aspect for, um, you know, physical therapy and we go through PTSD, but we should make it hundred percent. Okay. Like the VA should focus more on mental health because that's, that's absolutely detrimental to, to all of us. If you don't get that focus and we focus so much on physical stuff, absolutely. Let's focus on the mental stuff as well. Yeah, no, you, you said it beautifully, man. And I, I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. uh, and, the, you know, where all those problems get, the world's problems get solved at, at the firehouse table. It's like, <laughs> why don't we pour that cup of coffee, cup of, co cup of coffee and talk about our problems, mm -hmm. you know, and solve 
our problems rather than solving the world's problems, right? Um, and I think that's beautifully said, you know, how you put it there. Um, so now it's time for rapid fire. I know you're an engineer now. You don't get to go <laughs> no in. Time. You don't get to go to fire much. Uh, you're just no. out, you're just outside. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So now let's uh, get you in the fire again. So rapid fire. Bree's gonna ask you five questions, and you got to answer in one word or one phrase. All right. Go. Uh, all right. First question: If you had a theme song for your life, which theme song would you choose? Uh, in the club by Fifty Cent. <laughs> I love that song still. <laughs> that was really fast. Okay, <laughs> number two. What is your favorite cigar? Favorite cigar. Oh, um, that's gonna be a Drew Estate number nine. Drew Estate. Okay. Number nine. Drew Estate number nine. All right. G's gonna go buy one. Yeah. Okay, number three. What was your favorite cartoon to watch as a child? Oh, Scooby Doo. <laughs> okay number four what would your preferred superpower be if you got to choose it uh <clears throat> fly fly, Ooh, fly. That, yeah, for that's sure that's a good one for sure yeah all right and last question what is one word to describe your mental health today beautiful Ooh, that's awesome that is beautiful man mm-hmm. and Pernay, man, just seeing you now it gets me all excited. I can't wait to end this and talk more. Um, it, it's amazing to see the transition. I mean, yeah. it's it's night and day, man, brother. And I and I hope you the best. And and you know, keep calling me. And I know we text, and then you call me right away. I'm just like, <laughs> why is this dude calling me right That's now? That's what G does to us, so I get it. <laughs> but yeah. I, I absolutely understand that you love talking, and I love talking to you, and you know, myself and Bree do. So um, again, brother, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, you are absolute inspiration, man. I hope uh, people listening absolutely take your advice and go. No, I appreciate it. And I posted something just on my Instagram too the other day about like, every we hire those firefighter ones and I try to get back and same thing. Like if anybody's ever interested, I'm always asking for it. Like find me on Instagram and it may be a couple days till I get back at you. But if, if I can be there for you because the other firemen put me in this position to get better, I can only owe it back. And hopefully that individual is a bad too because it's real spinning. So. Absolutely. Yeah, beautifully said. All right, guys, this is Project Made It. Call out. I